0: What's up guys. This is Wences. Welcome back to my channel, where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. Today, we're talking about INFJs and boundary benchmarks. A couple of videos ago, we talked about the INFJ door slam, and I had a lot of feedback from you saying, I tried to do the gentle door slam or I tried to set boundaries in a more gentle way, way before a door slam was necessary, but it didn't work. And then I recognized that I didn't really specify that it it won't feel like a gentle boundary. It won't feel like something that comes natural to you. If you set boundaries earlier than you have normally done, you will feel like that you're being rude. It will feel harsh to you. There will be a lot of emotions that will come up and you won't be able to recognize them until you at that point. I work on this continuously because I, as a leader, as a role model, I get into situations that I've never been before where I have to decide, okay. what is the right boundary that I set at this place? And every single time I have to adjust those boundaries, every single time I have to set a new benchmark, it feels uncomfortable. So this is what we're going to talk about today, because I believe that once you get this concept, it will help you continuously to improve your boundaries, to have better relationships and to feel great all together. Before we get started, I want to remind you that if you want to take the next step in creating your INFJ Epic life and you want my help with it, then work with me privately all, information you find below. And if you book a discovery call before February, you get access to the current prices. So why is today's video called INFJ boundary benchmarks? I believe, and I've seen this through my work through the years, that benchmarks are very important key points that we have to think of when it comes to boundaries, benchmarks, meaning, okay, now today, I see this as a healthy boundary and this is my benchmark. And there is no such thing as this is a great benchmark. And this is a bad benchmark. There is just no such thing that will tell you now your boundaries are great and before they weren't. It's always an adjustment period, and it's based on your upbringing, your cultural background, whatever makes you feel comfortable. That will set the benchmark for your boundaries. As I said, once I recognized this, everything changed because up until this point, I always looked for some kind of external reference that will tell me this is good behavior, this is bad behavior. Now you're being rude. Now you're being mean. Now you're being selfish or now you're being way too giving. You're not taking care of yourself and the list goes on and on. As long as you recognize there is no such thing, there's no one point that will tell you that is okay. And that is not okay. And that your mind will always lie to you. Meaning your mind will not know, okay, now I have great boundaries. And now I don't just think of people in really abusive relationships. They find excuses for the other person's behavior over and over again. And it feels like the truth. And we as INFJs have difficulties with boundaries altogether due to our functional stack. And I repeat myself, this is not something that, only people struggle with who are just beginning the process. I've been working with setting boundaries as an INFJ for years and I still learn and I still get in situations where I have to adjust my benchmark and it's just something I continuously have to work on. But every single time where I get to a point where I adjust my benchmark, things get better. Life gets easier, things get more comfortable, my relationships get better, and I just have more energy. Because remember, every single time a boundary is not set in in a way that makes you feel good it drains your energy it costs you energy to maintain certain relationships that cause you pain that cause you to think about them too much remember if you're thinking about somebody at two o'clock in the morning and it's not your loved ones it's not like your family or something that you think about even in a positive way then you have to think about your boundaries so that being said, let's think about that situation with the Dosum so a couple of videos ago as I said we talked about it that it's not healthy, to wait until you get to a point where you have to do the INFJ door slam. INFJ door slam, meaning you cut people out of your life completely because they've crossed your boundaries over and over again. Although you gave them so many chances, we've talked about that. If you get to this point, please do the door slam, please protect yourself. But the even better solution would be to set boundaries earlier on that will not get this relationship to a point where door slam will be necessary. And so if you know this and you know that setting boundaries, boundaries earlier on is so important. Why is it then that so often it doesn't work? And I include myself in this. I have recognized relationships that I've had with people where I know, okay, here, my boundaries aren't really the way they should be, but I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know what isn't working, but I was willing to analyze the situation and to recognize, okay, here, I have to change my behavior. So the first thing we have to recognize is that our benchmark at this moment is telling us that the way we act towards that person, that's the right way. That's our benchmark. That's why it doesn't feel uncomfortable. When that person crosses a boundary that we haven't set yet, for example, you just know something is off. This isn't the way I want it to be. And I don't know how this happened. Okay. We recognize, okay, something's going on and my mind is lying to me because remember there is no such thing as this is the right boundary benchmark. And this isn't, I just know I need to adjust my benchmark. I need to adjust what I seem as something that triggers me because we want this to happen on autopilot. You can't tell yourself over and over, I'm going to study every single conversation I have. I'm going to think about, am I setting the right tone here? Am I being strict enough? Am I being kind enough? Am I being too selfish? Those thoughts, they cannot keep going on in your mind over and over again. If you think about them consciously, they have to happen subconsciously and in such a way that makes you feel good. And currently your subconscious is not the way we want it to be. So if you want to create that new benchmark, you have to recognize that from your current perspective, that, behavior. That new behavior that you want to take on will feel rude. It will feel harsh. It will feel selfish and unkind. That is so important to understand. If it would feel normal to you, if it would feel gentle, if it would feel kind to you, then you wouldn't be adjusting your benchmark because at this moment we have to recognize I'm taking care a little bit more of myself and a little bit less of the other person. And your mind is firstly focused on how the other person, feels. So in order for you to take care of yourself a little bit more, you have to take care a little bit less of the other person. Doesn't this feel horrible? It feels bad. Just saying it. I directly feel judged. I feel like, okay, I don't want to be that person. But again, remember that benchmark. If you, for example, in that abusive relationship and your partner makes you feel like you're not allowed to have an opinion. Otherwise they feel bad about themselves. You're not allowed to win in life. Otherwise they feel bad. You're not allowed to say what makes you feel good because then the other person feels attacked. If you're in that situation, taking care a little bit less of that person isn't being unkind towards the other person. It might feel like this to you from that current perspective, because you have to change your behavior. Meaning I'm going to be less kind to the other person being less kind to that abusive partner of yours would mean, okay, I do stand up for myself. I say what I want. I'm not going to dim my light. And how is that going to feel like for, that person at that moment, it's not going to feel great. It's going to feel like I'm abandoning the other person. I'm making them feel horrible. I'm the reason they're suffering. Those stories keep going on in your mind because your mind wants to hang on to your old beliefs. That's what it has been used to. That old belief that says that person needs to get, let's say 80% of my attention and my kindness. And I give to myself 20. That's the old belief. That's what you hold on to changing that changing that benchmark saying, for example, okay, I'm going to go the step where I give the other person 70 and I will give myself 30 because let's be honest. If you're in that situation, very rarely, you'll be able to make a shift to 50 50 or even to say, okay, I'm going to take care of myself first. I'm going to give myself, let's say 60% the other person 40% and the other person takes 60% and 40% right on top of everything. You have to be aware that relationship, with the 80 and 20 rule only works because the other person demands 80% of attention on them and is only willing to give 20%. In that example, we always match with people who have corresponding beliefs to ours. It could also be somebody that you really don't like that you continues to get into fights with. But the fact that you do engage with each other, that you do talk to each other already says that there's something unresolved in both of you and it just corresponds to each other. So if that person in, the abusive relationship that wants to change that narrative that wants to change that behavior says, this is it. This is how far I'm going to go. I'm going to switch it from giving 80% to the other person and 20% of myself. Now I'm going to go 70 30 because that's all we can hope for in the beginning. That is going to feel horrible. Remember this, You cannot change your behavior unless you're doing this. And then once you do this, once you're okay with having negative traits about yourself, being somebody who feels selfish, who feels like you're being mean or you're being hurtful. If you're okay with having those qualities, because we as humans cannot be perfect all the time. And as INFJs, we have to learn this over and over again because we have the tendency for this anyway. So once you take those steps, once you say something, Like, you know, that's it. I'm not going to listen to you and you go out or you do something which tells that person, this isn't just talk. I'm not just saying, I don't like your behavior. Please stop. You actually start respecting that person less. You actually start removing yourself from the situation and you create a new setting in which you say, unless you are going to come a little bit towards me, unless you're going to adapt to my new boundaries, I'm not going to engage with you at all. And yes, this is even possible with people that you have to have conversations with. Let's say a family member that you live with or a coworker or your boss, you can still say the things you need to say and keep it at that. So for example, we're talking about a coworker. You can still talk to that person about the project. You can still talk to that person about objective, things, but there is no opinion that's being discussed. There's no such thing as I'm responding to your behavior. You cut that person off as much as you can. You do your own thing and people need to adjust their behavior. So once you're okay with having these qualities and expressing them, so the other person thinking you're mean, you're hurtful, you're being selfish. Once you're okay with that, you will see that people will adapt their behavior. Some people won't, but then they won't engage with you either. they will go their own way because their reality is just too different to yours. But most of the time you'll see that people will adapt their behavior. They will come a little bit your way because they know, okay, that new version of yourself only accepts me if I act a certain way. And all of this is happening on a subconscious level. Remember, we don't want to be thinking about how am I acting in this relationship or in this dynamic or in this conversation all day, long. We want this to happen on autopilot. So then you might ask, well, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be mean. Is that the only way this can work that I'm being the selfish person? Of course not. But I'm telling you, your mind is lying to you. And yes, you will get in situations where you will go overboard. How can you change that benchmark if you're not willing to sometimes go too far? Yes. Maybe at some point you will be too rude to another person that even when you've calmed down, you recognize, okay, I shouldn't have gone this far, but you know what you do then you apologize. You recognize that you made a mistake. You recognize that you're human, that this happens and then you move. On. if you continuously act from a point of I never want to put myself in a situation where somebody could interpret my behavior as mean rude etc you will never be able to get out of this pattern we won't always make it right but you will see that in most cases you will recognize that you weren't mean to begin with remember that example about the abusive relationship the person who's being the codependent in that situation will feel mean will feel hurtful just by sticking up for themselves so your mind will feel like this anyway. What we as INFJs have to do in this situation is to just know that this is going to happen, that you cannot avoid this. And that the fact that you feel mean, hurtful, rude, whatever it is, doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing something wrong. It's just that it's a different behavior than what your current benchmark suggests. Your current boundary benchmark suggests be kind, be always forthcoming. Even if you're in the wrong, give the other person another chance. Another thing that always, happens for INFJs in their mind is that they think, well, I wouldn't be okay if that person talked to my friend like this, but it's okay to talk to me like this because I'm already working on personal development. I know that they're suffering. I actually am going to be the bigger person. That is a great sign that your boundaries can be and should be adjusted. I get in this situation very often, but you know what? Every single time I do my behavior changes, I have a new benchmark. And then those things that happened in the past where I allowed other people to my boundaries. They don't happen anymore. Yes. I do adjust my boundary benchmark over and over again, but that's why my relationship dynamics get better and better. And that is not just with my personal relationships, but also with my professional relationships, everything gets better. Once you allow yourself to readjust those benchmarks and sometimes you recognize, okay, I was too rude here. I may have to adjust my benchmark a little bit to the point where I'm being more kind, but most of the time as INFJs, we don't have that problem. Most of us have rather a problem of being too lenient, too kind, too giving towards others and not kind enough to ourselves. So remember, this is something that you continuously work on. It's those benchmarks we need to adjust. And most importantly, if it's one thing I want you to take from today's video is that every single time you set a new boundary, it will feel uncomfortable. If you feel like this is a gentle way, this makes me feel good about myself. I'm not pushing against my ego. Then you're not, adjusting those benchmarks. Remember if you want my help in adjusting those boundaries and creating the INFJ Epic life on your terms, then work with me privately, all the information you find below. And if you book a discovery call before February, you get access to the current prices. If you want to watch another video now that is in alignment today's topic, then watch the video on the INFJ door slam I did a week ago. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I'll talk to you next time.